everybody. Hope you're having a great week. We have a really fun episode for you today. We have Dave from the Haunted Hangover podcast. It's a super fun Halloween-focused podcast. I was actually on one of their recent episodes talking about Ernest Scared Stupid. It was so much fun. Definitely check that out. In the episode, Dave does mention writing a song, and uh, he allowed us to play it at the end of this episode. So stick around after the episode ends to hear that. And other than that, uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Also, good time to remind you, check out our Patreon. You can see our link tree in our Instagram. We're going to be doing a ton of fun stuff in September and October, and we're even going to be doing our show Ghosted, and it's free for patrons. So it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of cool perks. So check it out. You're listening to Real Chills with Meg Getz. Real scary, real silly, real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I'm super excited for our guest today. It's the second half of the Haunted Hangover podcast. Dave, how are you? What's up? I'm very pleased to be here. (laughs) Heck yeah, I'm so excited that you could be on the show, especially because Louie said you're the one I should have had on all along. (laughs) I think I said it when we had you on. I was like, you had the wrong Haunted Hangover podcast guy on the show. (laughs) Um, Louis definitely a skeptic. <laughs> oh, that leads right to the question. So we ask our guests all the same question. And that is when it comes to the paranormal, where do you find yourself? Are you more of a true believer or are you more skeptical? True believer. And I am a true believer in the sense that I do not want to disrupt anything that's going on in that realm. Very open to it and very open to visitations and very open to the energy. If the whatever you want to call them are willing to accept. So that's, that is my stance on paranormal. I I am not interested in going ghost hunting. I am not interested in not interested in going to see if something's haunted. I'm more so someone that believes that people leave their mark in some kind of way, whether it's happy energy, whether it's bad energy, whether it's neutral energy, I feel that it exists. And I'm, again, I'm just very open to it all if they will have me, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you're open to receiving a message, but you're not going to, you're not going to like pry. seek it out and not going to pry. Nope. <laughs> prying. That's so funny. I would never consider it prying, but now that you mention it, I could see it being annoying. Yeah. And yeah. in their spaces. Yeah. Nope. Totally open to it, but that's up to them. I love that. And how long have you been like a true believer your whole life? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sweet. That's so yeah. funny. Ever since you were a kid, that's where I am. Because as I've mentioned, I grew up in a haunted house. So there was never really a time where I doubted the paranormal. It's just, yeah. it just and, is. And, and when I say I'm not like interested in going like ghost hunting or like, it's not that like, I'm not knocking it. I just don't want to excuse my you know can we curse yeah oh yeah i don't i don't want to fuck with it yeah (laughs) so i'm just letting them be okay (laughs) well then i'm really interested to hear these stories because it sounds like things do end up seeking you out yeah should i just get right into it yeah let's hear it all right so i think it's i think it's easier for me to start i haven't shared a lot of this with many people so And it's not like it's a thing where I'm not against sharing it. It's just, I only tell people that I think will find it interesting or like will actually believe me. (laughs) So (laughs) I think it's easy to start with like the earliest memory I have of a dream. And like, when I say that, like my first memory is a dream I had when I don't know how old I was, but are you familiar with HR Geiger? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, so H.R. Geiger is basically the creator of the Xenomorph, a.k.a. Alien. Okay, yep. <laughs> I Sigourney know Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. So I used to have these dreams. And now, mind you, I, in my, at least in my memory, I'm like a four-year-old. So I don't know what, how old I was. But I used to have these dreams, like kind of like these caverns, like these really dark, 
misty caverns that looked like H.R. Geiger like drew them. So picture alien and like but like a cave that looked like alien decorated it. And there was these giant trucks. They looked like garbage trucks. And mind you, my 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 actual day job, I'm a sanitation worker. I, I pick up and I drive a truck. So it's just weird. That's so weird. so I that was like my earliest memory. So I think having that kind of premonition, maybe, or it's just something was like basically the start of what I don't want to call it a power. I want to, I want to say it's like an ability, <laughs> if you will, of just kind of receiving things when I, when I dream. And that's kind of my paranormal experiences is it all lies in kind of leaving myself open when I go to sleep to the universe and accepting whoever, whoever is willing to come into these dreams and maybe tell me something, maybe just show me something, whatever it may be. So was the dream <laughs> of the garbage truck sort of a premonition of what you're going to be doing later in know. life? Is that, <laughs> I don't know. But I'm so confused. Yeah. Like cave. And I, that would scare I, me. <laughs> the reason why I started off with that is and it was scary. It yeah. was scary. Yeah. But the reason why I bring that up is because it was such a, a, a vivid dream and it was such right. something like, I had to have been four or five, like, like I honestly, and I I started off with that because dreams have been such a big part of a lot of my creativity, as far as composing music, uh, music ideas, just things like if I take, you know, I take photos too. So like if I saw something in a dream, maybe I'll take a picture of something that reminded me of it. It's just kind of like all of a catalyst to a lot of things that I do creative wise. So it all kind of connects. I don't know. It's it's it, it's weird and it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you say you have really vivid dreams often? Yeah. If I don't yeah. remember it, yeah. I mean, if I remember them, I should say yes. Are they usually scary? Sometimes they're just like surreal. Not so, I would say like neutral. Okay. Sometimes they're scary. I had a scary one the other evening. Um, and sometimes they're 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 lighthearted sometimes they're like both yeah so yeah <laughs> it's interesting you can remember them i feel like most people don't remember their dreams I, I write them down a lot well i haven't done it in a long time but i used to write them down a lot and they're just again they're just sometimes if they're so like if they make a real dent in my memory i'll you know i can recite them or you know like what I think it smelled like, what the sky looked like, what like was in the background of a room. Sometimes they're that vivid. That's so interesting. Cause I don't think I've ever smelled a thing in a dream. I have, I've had like very scary, vivid dreams, but I also am very anxious. So I w- sometimes wonder if that's why, but I've never smelled anything. And it's interesting you're bringing up dreams. Cause we had someone on, a couple episodes ago who was talking about meditating and like that, that time period right when you're about to be asleep, but you're not and how that seems like the best time to kind of get in touch with, with other realms or like the spirit side. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, that's kind of what I don't meditate, but I kind of, when I go to sleep, <laughs> be very, I'm just going to be upfront with this when I'm ready to go to bed. And I can fall asleep with a drop of a dime. So when I'm ready to go to bed and if I'm feeling like I want to have kind of a crazy dream, I'll ask. And I, I, I don't want to sound crazy, but I'm just going to say it. I would just I will put it out into the universe. Take me somewhere. I want to go somewhere tonight. Please show me something. And that's usually what will happen. And I remember it. I remember it. And if I can kind of I guess this will I could seg into I guess the paranormal aspect of this is I've had definitely have had visitations from family members uh, in my dreams. And I think the earliest one I can remember is I had a cousin, uh, rest in peace. His name is Lewis. Uh, he died young. He died, I think at 54. Um, that was a few years ago. And I remember, and I, I didn't ask for this one At, at least I didn't ask for this one. And I guess, again, the intention or the of 
of maybe a spirit or something knowing that I am open to it is this example. Right. But I remember I was in a room. It was, it was all red. Like, like, like the carpet was red. The walls were red. And there was, there was like lots of figures, most of them blurred. But my one cousin who passed away, he was there. And I remember being in the room and I was like, can, uh, I couldn't talk. He wasn't talking. But he looked at me and he, and he looked at me in such sadness that he died too young. And I remember I hugged him and he had cancer and there was a big mass on his back when I hugged him. And I woke up and I've kept this dream to myself for a while. This is, this, this is a few years ago. I had this dream and I had brought up to his sister years past after I had this dream. And I said, I, I had a dream. Lewis was in it. And I said, the room was all red. And she said to me, she, she, she stopped what she was doing. And she went, their kitchen was red. And I was like, Whoa. I don't know what it was, but he was there in a red room. And she was kind of baffled. She was just kind of like in shock. Wow. Did you tell his immediate family? I told his, I definitely told his wife. And I remember she, I, I think she started crying. Um, I told my mom, like, they were just kind of like, wow. So that's like a good example of the visitations that I've had. That's um, so, that's so heavy. I like, I go intense. back and forth. Like, I feel like I'm jealous because having a channel open to deceased loved ones sounds like, you know, a, a gift, but at the same time, seeing them sad or, you know, you would hope a visit would be, I'm happy now. So it's hard to be the one to be like, it's okay, man, on the other side. Like that's, yeah. that's and that's, and, and you bringing that up, it's, it's, I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny. It's, that is the most recognizable thing about the dream was how he was smiling at me, but in such a, in such a disappointing manner that he died so young. Mm -hmm. That's what I got from it. Mm -hmm. So that was a definitely heavy dream. <laughs> I wonder what the message for you was like, Maybe know. just to pass on, maybe just to just in hopes of passing it on. That he's still there. He's still here somewhere, you know, he's still. Yeah. So I, I think that was it. Again, wow. also just having the intent of being open to it. You know, why not? Why not go see a family member? Right. I guess. I don't, I don't know how this works, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, why not? No, yeah. you know like, oh, this one's, oh, da David's sleeping. He's got this, come on in, come on into this dream uh, sign coming up. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like logging into AIM. Like yeah. the little noise goes off I mean, for them. They're yep. like, all right. All right. He's, <laughs> to he's open to, to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also want to say, um, I think you've said a few times, I, I don't want to sound crazy. There's nothing you can say that... Like, you're not going to be the craziest guest on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> We've That's had fair. such a long, I mean, and I I'm on board, like I, like for everybody. So, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just, I don't want you to feel like, like my listeners were all kind of in the same boat of like, hell yeah, this is real. We're, we're about it. Um, but that story is really touching. I like, I definitely have family members. I wish, like, do you feel like, do you, I think you might've said this in your message. Do you ask like specific people that you wish you could see? Yeah, I've, I have had that. I've had that happen before. It happened a few years ago. So I had a cousin who had cystic fibrosis and she was not supposed to live up until like six years old. Jeez. She ended up passing away at 46 years old. Wow. So, cystic fibrosis is something that's, you know, it's, it's all, that's it. I think now there's a lot more ways to control it and to prolong one's life. But when, you know, she was a lot older than me, not a lot older than me, but I think about 10 years older than me. Yeah. She had passed away a couple of years ago. I want to say 2018. And I felt really guilty because I wasn't, I, sh I should have reached out more. And I wasn't as close as I probably should have been with her because I was close with her twin brother. She has a twin. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember one night I just went to sleep and I just said her name was Lori. I said, Lori, you know, I said, I'm, I didn't say it out loud. I said it in my head. I was like, come visit me. And I remember I was in this 
okay. I was in a restaurant. Now, I don't know if her, so her mom, her dad, her sister, and her sister's two kids were in this dream and they were in a restaurant. And I was there, but I wasn't exactly noticeable to them. Like, I think they knew I was there, but they weren't very vocal with me. And I remember seeing Lori standing behind her kids and she was just basically following them the whole time. And I, you know, I had, I was like, that's, that's gotta be a sign. She's letting me know that she's watching, you know, she's watching her nieces. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling her sister, it's a lot. I have a big family. So people, like, <laughs> all, like, I have a huge family and like, everybody's like either really young or old. So like people are like, oh, I hate to say this, but like, there's a lot of deaths in the family because right. people are just like getting so old and like, we're at a wake for something else. And I had told her at a wake and she started crying. Yeah. That was, that's a good example of asking for a visitation. That one is so much nicer. <laughs> I like that yeah, one. Yeah. Because she's, you know, she's watching over. Yeah, she was just walking behind them, basically. Just like, just kind of like shuffling behind them. And then they would stop and she would just stand there. Just stop. And they would just, you know. So, yeah, that that made her sister cry. <laughs> yeah, oh, it would make me cry, too. I, I kind of like, I feel like that's protective. Like, she's watching and being, like, protecting Oh, for them. sure. Yeah. And, and it, you mentioned that. And again, I, I'm just going by what people have told me and I do feel it. I've been told ever since like I was younger and by certain people who are very into this world that like I'm protected and that there's, oh. there is a light that surrounds me and they are like, I could feel it on you. And I've always felt it. I've always felt that there was something watching over me, someone, whatever it is. So I feel like I've been, I still do, you know, I, I feel it. And I think the only thing that I can do is just make sure, because we all make stupid decisions. I just try to make sure I do, I have the right intent in everything that I do. Because I feel very grateful to have that protection or whatever you want to call it. I love so. that. Yeah, that's so interesting. It, yeah. it makes me so curious. The problem is I'd be so curious because I know like certain families have protection that kind of passes down. So I'd like wonder like if anyone else in your family had the same like vivid dreams. I don't I don't know, but I, I can say this. The protection that I get is from is definitely from my grandfather because he died. Really? He, he's an, also someone that died very young. He died when I was nine. So he was oh. 56. 58 or something he was super young at the time i was the only grand i was the only grandchild my one cousin had just been born so he only got to see him for like a week mm -hmm. and then and then he passed away but that's who i pretty i'm almost pretty positive that's the protections from have you seen him in dreams have you talked yes yeah. uh this was a this one is a weird one i could tell you it do you not so, want to? <laughs> no, I, 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 no I, I, I can tell you it. It's just, it's a strange one. So I remember I was riding my bike and I was going down to a neighbor's house down the block. And I go in this house and this person, my, someone's telling me so-and-so can, the person that lived, used to live down the block from me, I don't remember the girl's name, but it was like Sonia or something like that. It's like, go look for Sonia. And I think the reason why they said go look for Sonia is because in that house was my grandpa was waiting for me and we're in this bathroom and I walk in and like, there's like, you know, like how some bathrooms had like the crystal knobs that yeah, would turn on the, totally. so it's like a bathroom like that, like crystal knobs and my grandpa's eyes. I don't know if you watch game of Thrones, but you ever see what the white Walker's eyes look like? Mm -hmm. They look like that. They were white and it wasn't like a threatening thing though. Um, and he said to me, and this is, this is a strange, this is a very strange line to me. And I'll never forget it. But he said to me in my dream, and by the way, it's very, very attention to detail here. He always used to wear just a plain white t-shirt and khaki pants. Always. Okay. That was his outfit. That <laughs> okay. was his outfit. So he was wearing his, his white t-shirt and khaki pants. And he says to me, he goes, you know, you're really good at having other people do things for you. 
And I didn't know what that meant. Ooh. I still not sure what that means, but that's what he told me. And I remember I went outside, I got on my bike and I turned my head and I said, I love you, grandpa. And then I woke up. And then you woke up immediately. Wow. Wow. He threw some shade at you. <laughs> I'd be like, grandpa, what? I don't know what, I don't know <laughs> I what that do meant. <laughs> What do you think it meant? I don't know. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'll be in charge of people one day. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You're really good at having other people do things for you. That's what he said. Yeah. I I don't know. It makes me wonder, like, if that's part of, like, the gift, like, your gift or, like, whatever you have. (laughs) I don't know. Do you feel that? Like, do you feel like people are quick to do things for you? Um, I don't know. I never really thought of it. Uh, I, I didn't take it as a negative thing though. Mm-hmm. I just took it as a very like cryptic message <laughs> and I, don't, sure. I still don't know what the cryptic message means, but, um, I don't know. To me, I think the biggest, I think the most prominent thing I thought about was maybe I'll be a boss one day. I fucking know. <laughs> and I have <laughs> no interest be in being a boss. That's so funny. Let me do my thing. Let me work by myself and do my own thing. That's what I want to do. But yeah, <laughs> regardless, that's what I was told. So, but yes, I have had him in dreams. Yeah, that like, I feel like it's interesting because maybe I'm just negative. I come from like my whole family. All we do is roast each other. So <laughs> to me, it, it like I immediately went negative. So thinking of it as more of like a message like of guidance to you like where it's That's like totally what i got, it, yeah, got from that. yeah yeah it's way more like i feel like i'm going to be thinking about this for a while because i don't think he like it doesn't to me interpreting something that you know it's very personal for you like i don't think he was being as like literal as like a boss or something but i'm wondering if that's not what it is like what he was trying to get across you know i don't know i i, d- I definitely took it as like a guidance thing. Yeah. Yeah. And have you ever seen him again or was that the one and and you said I love no, you and you probably left. That, that's that's the that's the most that was that was a few years ago I wrote I wrote it down that one. Mm. He might have been in other ones, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That was the one he was in. Wow. Have you ever seen someone you didn't know that you think might have had a message for somebody or someone that's like not your family? This is a weird question, but <laughs> figured I'd ask. I'm going to say this. I have definitely had someone else who's not related to me in a dream of mine. And I, I don't want to, I'm friends with this person, but I'm not exactly like close with this person. But okay. I will say this. Yes, I have had some sort of message from someone else Wow. that I guess I was supposed to relay to someone else. And I did. And she started crying. So oh. I'll just say that. I'll leave it at that. That's so, I mean, it's so hard because now it's your job to, to like really, you know, deliver personal information to all these people in your life. <laughs> well, I did. I mean, the, the, like I said, the one time that I think that it definitely happened, I did. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you ever not want to? Are you ever like in a dream and you're like, oh man? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Because that that hasn't, like I said, that hasn't happened happened often. I do have one that is. This is probably the heaviest one, and I am very open to telling it. So probably about two years. Wait, let me think. 2009, 2019. Okay, late 2019. I had this dream probably in August, and. I was driving, I drive a truck, a garbage truck. I also, like I said, I pick up and I drive a truck. I'm a backup driver. So I was driving this truck and I'm driving and I see a cat and I'm like, and I love animals. So I'm, I'm smacking the seat. Come like jump in the window, get in this car, (laughs) get in this. I want you to sit next to me while I drive my truck. So the cat jumps in, you know, it actually jumps in. And suddenly the cat morphs into someone that looks like an ex-girlfriend of mine, like to a T. And the, the person that's sitting next to me is, it looks just like her. She's not saying anything. She kicks her feet up onto the dashboard 
And she just looks at me and is just like, doesn't say anything. It's just like, drive. I'm here. I'm just hanging out. Drive. So that dream was always just so bizarre to me. And I was never understood what it meant. Now, a few months later, I get a text message from someone that say that said ex-girlfriend that this person in the dream looked like was killed. So that was a visitation, 100%. Yeah. Did you, this is personal, but did you end on okay terms with that ex? I don't want to say it was on bad terms, but I did not talk to this person anymore. Interesting. And again, this happened in like August and the person untimely, I don't know how to say it, just the, mm -hmm. their, their untimely death was in October. I'm wow. sorry. I'm, me I'm messing up the timelines here. Oh, that's okay. I, I had the dream in October. I found out in December. So fast forward two months. <laughs> so, so that person was killed in October. I had the dream in October. I found out in December. You had the dream the same month that it happened? Yeah, and I didn't know this person was dead That's up until intense. December. Wow. Yeah. You have a stronger will than I. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to bring levity. Like, if I see an ex in a dream, I'm on their social media the next day. <laughs> like, what are you up to that I'm dreaming about you? <laughs> you no, know? I think this was 100% a visitation. And yeah. Didn't know this person was dead until a few months later. Yeah. There's your dreams are so cryptic. Like they were a cat first and then they came with you. Mm -hmm. It's just interesting. I, I, I need more time to think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every, like, yeah, I feel I like I'm it. in like English class where I, there's so many different things that could symbolize so many different things oh it's yeah it's it's almost like infinite like okay this could be this this could be this yeah you don't know <laughs> yeah i wish they would just say stuff to you like hi i just want to say goodbye you know what i mean like that would be so much easier for you to interpret than... i know but i do think i mean honestly my interpretation of it is it was just a visitation someone that knew i was open to it okay and someone i had a connection with at one point in my life so and they just wanted to see you one last time, just visit you. I, I got it. I took it as, hey, I'm I, uh, you're you're open to it. I'm saying hello. That's basically what I got from that. Wow. I'm dead. You don't know it yet. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's really that's tough. It's that's okay. like a tough. I one. think about it. I think about it. All these things I think about a lot, and it's not like a bad memory or anything like that. I've wrote music about about that, about the uh, visitation from the ex-girlfriend. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much what I think what I think that dream would sound like. I can send you a link. Please, um, please do. Maybe we'll if with your permission, maybe we'll play it at the end of the episode. Sure. So people Absolutely. can that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to hear what it sounds like. Yeah, I can dreams. send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. And you haven't done anything to like hone this, like, cause you, you open by saying you don't ever seek it out. So to me, that makes me believe that you're not like searching for ways to, to strengthen this ability. I think, I think it's slowed down a little bit and for, I, you know, I, I don't know how to kind of, sometimes when I have dreams, like I had one, a weird one the other night, I don't know what it meant, but Do I you want to tell it. Yeah, I don't want to scare people, but if you want, if you want me to tell what? it, I'll tell it. I well, okay. If it's too scary, we'll cut it. But I, we probably won't cut it, listeners. If Elvis and Buddy Holly are the Cain and Abel of rock and roll, Bruce Springsteen and Zachariah, Iggy Pop is Methuselah. Of course, Neil Young is the wise prophet Ezekiel. What does that make get in the garage? Well, I think that makes Get in the Garage the one-stop shop for all know-how, history, countdowns, disagreements, agreements, and pretty much everything that you want you, you want to hear about music. Get in the Garage. Get in the Garage. A music program from the Wasted Robot Network. I was just learning to love. Music. <laughs>
so with all the shit that's going on in the world, um, I was the dream I had. It's, I, I'm just going to bring up two instances that happened. So I was in, I was hanging out in like a, I had like a room. And like this room was like, like an old cousins of mine. She didn't live in it anymore. And I was like somewhere, I don't know what I was in. I was just on, I don't want to say vacation, but I was doing something where I had my own room for like a night. Right. And I was outside and I'm watching, like, I was like, kind of like, I had this like really crazy view of like the sky and hills and stuff. And suddenly I just saw hundreds of planes flying over my head. And some of them were dropping like powder or something, lots of planes flying and it bugged me out. I didn't know what it meant. I mean, like (laughs) it's possible we could be on the brink of fucking war. Who the fuck knows? I mean, yeah. And I just remember like being, okay, I'm going to go into this room now. And then I went to the room and then the room was, it was my old See, now I'm putting things together here. I didn't even realize this. My cousin Karen passed away two years ago from Staten Island. I was in her house. This is where I was. And I went upstairs and my cousin Michael, her brother, her dad, Al, and her sister, Lauren, the girl's room I was staying in, they were all upstairs. They all said, oh, hey, I'm known as Baby David in the family. So they all said, Baby David, hey, hey, Baby David. And I don't know if she had anything to do with it but it was her it was her house and i just made this connection literally live right now talking to you wow but yeah so that was the latest thing i had that kind of stuck with me so the way okay i'm just interpreting your dream this is fun i feel like we're at a sleepover so Uh, (laughs) this is like what me and my girlfriends do like amazing from what i've heard of your dream so far they're not necessarily future predicting dreams, so that gives me comfort. But they are messages or, you know, people saying hello or to me, it's more like maybe it's a warning, maybe like of war or something. I don't think you're predicting the future, but I think something wanted to give you that message. Does that make sense? You know what I yeah, mean? So I'm sure. not like, I don't know. It could be personal. Like it could be a yeah, warning absolutely. for you or it could be something scarier. <laughs> you know, your family is really interesting and none of your other family members have. As far as I know, no. These dreams. Interesting. Yeah. As far as I know, like I've, I, I don't think I've ever really asked my mom or like my grandma or anything like that. Yeah. As far as I know, no, but I don't know. And it's another interesting thing, because you said you think maybe the light came from your grandpa. So, like, normally, like, abilities, I feel like, are down the lineage of, like, women in the family. So, like, grandma's mom. But, like, for your family, it's, like, the men, which is really interesting, too. That's not as common. I, I never thought of that. I, I, I don't know. I actually don't know. I have no knowledge of that. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it's... I was raised by women. So, like, I don't, like, oh. my father's not in the picture. The only, huh. the, yeah, so my mom and grandma are the ones that raised me, so. And they've never had, they are they are they into the supernatural, or do they stay away from it? My mom is religious. My grandma is religious, but, I mean, she's, like, in her 80s now. She doesn't, she does, she, she just <laughs> wants to, she just wants to watch Judge TV, like Jerry Springer and, like, <laughs> Like judge, I forgot the names of these judges. Judge like Judy. she just wants, yeah, yeah, she just wants to watch those shows and eat junk food. And like, I don't even think she cares about like that stuff anymore. <laughs> My mom is very religious. Okay, so she probably blocked it out because I feel it's like possible. a lot of religious people do. This is on it's me pop- making assumptions, by the way. This oh, that's is okay. Not like, that's, yeah, that's okay. And and look, I'm open to. I don't want to say that like I'm inviting of. The, of like something negative, but like, I'm certainly willing to see something negative. Does that make sense? Have, have you, I know what you're saying. No, I mean, I, I don't want to, no, not, I don't, I don't want to say I've seen something negative. I'm just saying like, if something, how do I explain this? I usually don't try to tread where I think something is a bad vibe, but like, sure. if I know, like I can tread it and not really be affected by it. I won't, may, uh, maybe I'll do it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. almost like one of those things, like, maybe I'll do it. 
but I usually steer clear like a Ouija board. Like I'm all like, that stuff is cool. Like that's cool. You want to open up these realms and talk to people, but like you're forcing that. Yeah. Like just the idea of taking that vessel and plopping it down and doing it, you're forcing that. I'm not fucking with that. I found many of them on the, on the garbage route and I throw them out every single time. I am not touching it. I'm not bringing it home. It's not coming in this house. I can't imagine bringing home a used Ouija board. That's the nope. most insane thing I've ever. Yep. There's a reason it's in the trash. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> and that I can't believe you you find. Well, you've seen a lot of it's, them in your time. It's been a. It's been. I probably found about three or four. That's so funny yeah. and weird. <laughs> yeah. I think the difference though from like a normal, a quote unquote normal person is that like for me I don't get the experiences that you're getting. And I, but what you keep saying that's really interesting to me is that you you in your head kind of verbalize that you're open to being visited. I've never done that before. I've never even considered that. Try it. Yeah, it's really interesting because there's so many there's a couple of people that I would love to see again. And I've always been kind of like, like when people, we have a lot of different types of people on the show, but when they say they're mediums, I'm always like, eh, any, you know, yeah. like I don't ask them outright. Cause I, I don't want to be like weird, but I secretly hope that something will come through, but it never does. So maybe it's just, I mean, I've verbally done it too. Like I, I'm a lot of the times I've done it. I've done it in my head, but I have verbally done it too. I just yeah. think it's all about kind of, I don't know, like kind of getting on the same plane, like as the, like the universe and just being like, Hey, I'm open to this. If someone's willing to come into this at some point or a dream or whatever it is, I think it will happen. Whether you remember it or not, you know what I'm saying? That's I think it will happen. I love so, that. That makes me so hopeful. I'm going to try. Yeah, <laughs> try sure. it. I, I think, I think there's one thing that's important to, to note is that I think, and I totally get this from you. You have to have good intentions. I think that's a big part of it is that you need to have good intentions in all the things you do. And I think you need to have good intentions with what you want to use, whatever you're trying to do for, you know, I think that's Absolutely. the biggest part. Oh Yeah. And be like, I'm, I always try to be respectful. I've never done exactly. a Ouija board before, but Neither have I. I don't know it. <laughs> there's not much control with that, honestly. So, yeah. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, we're, I think we might be getting close to now. Are there any stories that we haven't touched upon yet that you really wanted to talk about today? Or did we mostly cover it? I mean, I, I spoke about a lot of it, especially the ones that have always stuck with me. Yeah for a very long time i could tell you one more you know what i i'll make this the last one okay <laughs> and listen this one is i don't fucking know <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so i remember being and this is a i've had this i probably had this dream like 10 15 years ago or something i was on a beach and there was like movies, movie theater style seats on the beach. There's only like five people sitting, sitting in these seats all spread around. And I remember waiting for something and I knew what I was waiting for, but in the, you know, like, I don't know what it was, but I knew I had to be there waiting for something. And then like the perspective of the dream changed. And I remember being kind of like, imagine, I imagine it would be like when you come out of a coma. Like, you're just okay. so like, you wake up from a coma and you have no idea what's going on. You're just kind of lifeless, but you're awake. That's right. what I felt. And I felt like someone was holding me by like a collar and I was just out of it. Like, you know, like, and it was, I don't know if it was an alien or something, but like they were talking to me in another language, but I could see it on a screen. It was like, it was like some sort of like subtitle. And it was almost like, I don't know, like I was being like checked in on. Like almost like these human bodies or something like, like, a, like a ship, like a vessel or something. And I remember being really intense, like super intense. And I woke up and I was just like, this is wild. Wow. What was going on? Was there, you don't have to tell us what it is, but was there anything 
going on in your life at the time? No, I, I honestly can't. I don't remember, but it almost felt like a briefing. Like somebody was like checking in on me. Like, are you okay? Like, you know, what, you know, are you doing all right? And then suddenly I was back awake and that was it. That's that one's scarier to me than the other one. Yeah, well, that's why. That's why I was like, oh, wait, I do. I do have one. Wow, that is so scary. I mean, checking in on you is, I guess, nice if they're concerned for your well-being. Yeah, I don't know if I got I, I didn't get a great vibe from that dream. I'm going to be honest. I, it, it was very it was very ambiguous. It was very ominous. I want to say ominous, but it had a slight ominous tinge to it. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So I don't know. What did it feel like to you? Did it feel like some like people you knew or like strangers? No, it was no one I knew. It was very, very disorienting. That's what it was. It was very disorienting. What's so interesting about this is that sounds more like an alien encounter, but I don't know. Who I, knows? I, I don't think it was aliens. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that sounds very similar to the way like alien things go down. I'll know? say this. I, I, I absolutely. I'll say this. I feel if you think that Earth and humans are the only thing that exists in this universe. I think you're absolutely insane to think that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We talk about this a lot. I think you also have to have a level of like ego to assume that like we're the only thing. Yeah, for sure. Make it. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> interesting, too, because you think about aliens coming from planets, but like other realms and stuff. That's. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> you've given me so much to think about tonight. So I'm, I'm happy I could. <laughs> I'm just going to be interpreting your dreams and sending you like different links. Please do. <laughs> this was awesome. I had so much fun talking about Man. your dreams with you. I never got to tell talk to them to in you know an open platform. I usually just tell selective people, so yeah. I'm happy to share them. Thank you so much for sharing them. Um, of course. I hope you keep having them, but only the good ones. Listen, and... <laughs> the next time I have one, I'll certainly let you know. Yeah. Again, the one that I had with the with the planes, that was recent. That was like a couple days ago. I so... also think that you have, might even have more than you think, because the most recent episode we had, there was a person who is sort of like a psychic. Uh, her friend is sort of like a psychic, and her friend had a dream... She, the girl is from Poland and speaks Polish. Mm -hmm. And the girl, the psychic had a dream of a lady speaking Polish to her. And she doesn't speak Polish. So she like had to try to like remember just like the words, the way they sounded and tried to relay the message to my friend. And I was like, there's no way. Like if I, if a lady in a dream was talking Polish to me, I would just pretend it was dream language. You know what I mean? So I feel right. like you could probably having, you know, some of the messages are a little bit more clear, even if they still seem ambiguous to us. And then who knows, you might be getting less clear messages more often than even you realize. Probably. So again, I'll, I'll keep you posted. The next one I have, I'll certainly let you know. I don't mind sharing them, so. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, so I guess we can, like, wrap it up here. Sure. The, the way we usually end, if that's okay. <laughs> you, you're you fine. So you actually mentioned a couple projects. We didn't really talk about this, but the end we usually do plugs. So obviously, listen to Haunted Hangover. I was just on the show. We talked about Ernest Scared Stupid. But do you want to talk about Haunted Hangover and also your music? I saw you just released something. <laughs> so... Um, yes, follow Haunted Hangover, uh, at Haunted Hangover on Instagram. There's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff Louie has on the website. It's so um, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Louie, Louie is, Louie's a machine with Haunted Hangover. I just co-host with him. He does <laughs> right. so much of the work. So props to Louie. We have stuff coming up. Uh, I know we're doing like a Halloween special. So yeah. we're doing that. There, there's more things working. He's always trying to find ways to expand, uh, you know, the brand totally. and stuff like that. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at, and it's not, again, this is not my real name at Cody Culp, C-O-D-Y-C-V-L-P. Uh, I only share my music and photography stuff. We're working on a bunch of photo projects. I don't know when they'll come, you know, I, I update my website, maybe like one or 
two times, like every three months, I have a new album out called In Fantasy Forever. And that is getting some pretty good uh, feedback. And I have a new EP coming out called Designer Drugs that is out September 29th, but I have not started sharing that yet. Cool. And Instagram is my main, you know, my way, my main vessel of uh, social media. So like I said, at Cody Culp, the U is a V and uh, that's where you can find me. Cool. I do have a quick question. So I listened yes. to what you just released. What's the, what's the name of it? One more time. I'm sorry. In fantasy forever. In fantasy forever. Is it just vibes? Cause it's not, there's like, what was the intended? Cause it's like a lot of synth. It reminds me of like scary movies, but it's not, there weren't any words. Well, there were, so, but I was like, there, there's a couple of songs with some, uh, with some, some of my friends that sing on it, but mo- most of the music I do is instrumental. Okay. Yeah, that's just, uh, it was just, that, that album came at, came about as, it was just music that I've written from like 2017 to now. Okay. And I wanted to put something out. There's an overwhelming amount of music that comes out every fucking week. And right. I didn't want to put this out during, during the prime time pandemic. So I was like, let me wait. And I waited two years to put this out. And wow. uh, so, well, not two years, like a year and a half, but um, but yeah. So that's, that's what so I put exciting. it out. It's, yes. And again, all these songs are, you know, some of them were written for podcasts. Some of them I wrote, you know, about, you know, like about a photographer. Some songs are about a painting. Some songs like I, I almost all my songs are about something or like composed around an idea that's that just kind of struck with uh, stuck with me or struck me as interesting. So it's more so a, just like a vibe than like one of those, like, if you're like trying to listen to lyrics and stuff like that, yeah, there's a couple of songs that have some lyrics in it, but my stuff is I say mostly for the late night drive. Oh, that's what I would say. That's yeah. a great all the way early, to describe all it. the early morning hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the spooky hours is when you should be listening to it. <laughs> yeah, and and by the way, I go by my real name, D Catalano, on Spotify, all that. So if you look up D dot Catalano, that's how you'll find all my music. And again, it's linked on uh, Instagram anyway. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So everybody listen to that. And also, you better listen to Haunted Hangover because the episode we did was so much fun. And, it really was. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun. And you you were really you were a really good guest. So we're ha- we were oh, happy thanks. to have you. I'm sure Louis will have we usually repeat our guests. So we'll yeah. so we'll probably have you on again. The next guest, I don't know whoever listens to this and listens to our show, the next guest is Adam from the Great Pumpkin Project. And we're doing that oh. episode this week and it'll be out. The following week. Oh, we're, that's so uh, exciting. We're, what is it? What is it? Bi-weekly? So yeah, mm-hmm. we're a bi-weekly podcast. <laughs> but you you drop in stuff sometimes on the, the odd week, right? That's so sometimes I'm not available to record. So Louie okay. has the other podcast, Anthology Obscura. That's what I'm thinking like, of. Okay. Right. So he'll <laughs> he'll he'll do that. He'll do that. Um I try to make myself available for everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like in the process of moving to Pennsylvania somewhat soon. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna be right by me. It's so funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that also is is a thing. And, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm still recording with Louis, and I'll still Heck be doing yeah. it. You know, I'll still be doing it while I'm moved into Pennsylvania because Louis and I live close. He lives like 25 minutes from me. Mm-hmm. So I'm on Long Island. He's in Queens. So we're very <laughs> close. And. um yeah. Oh, you know what? I want to take, can I say a really funny story about Louie and I real quick? Please. I would love okay. to hear a funny story. Louie might, Louie might get mad at for this. So <laughs> Louie and I have been friends since like for real friends since 2011. And I've said this on our podcast, but Louie and I have known each other since 2006. And <laughs> we, I went to uh, a makeup school in Soho uh, in New York. And I met one of my best friends, Emily. Emily is very good friends with Louie. So Louie's been around me. We've been in the same room plenty of times since 2006, but we were just too cool to, you know, <laughs> talk to each other. And then I love that. 2010, 2011 came around and we just became really, really good friends. He's one of my best friends. Talk to him pretty much every day. So Aww. that's how, so we've known each other for a bit. 
You can tell on the podcast. It's really fun. It does have, I, I said it on your podcast, but it does like give you that Halloween year round feel. So that's why. Oh, great. Like that's that's the it. point. That's yep. the point. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's it. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks for being a guest. I had so much fun. This was awesome. It was a pleasure being here. I'm happy I can share these. I don't know. I don't know what to call them. <laughs> I, I can share. I can, I can share these experiences with you. The visits. And everyone. Yeah. yeah. Visitations. Yeah. Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Chaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.